Welcome to the CobraCast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratch, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Well, welcome to the CobraCast with the President VP. I'm the host, Ricky Rifty, the Prez Logan. Got my co-host, Ricky Etdog, VP Etridge. Uh, welcome to the show and welcome, Etdog. We made it, mate. <laughs> we, we, we didn't quit after the first episode back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it's not too bad, man. I didn't have to spend an hour or two hours sitting down editing video, so it made it a lot simpler. Um, what was that like to know that all you had to do was finish recording, sit down, just clean the audio up. Just edit. I only had to edit out maybe a couple of minutes worth of just where we glitched out a little bit, and that was it. Then schedule the post. Did you? Yeah, I still almost forgot to do it. Um, so yeah, it's it's good to see you've uh, from our conversation before we started recording. You found something to use your time wisely with, with no more recording. You you decide, you know what? I'm not going to do recording. I use my time very very well, very good. You know, do something that's very, very important in the yeah. world and make learn, the world better. Learn a life skill. That's, yeah. Right. A Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Mate, it worked for Will Smith to get a job, so. There used to be a show on Netflix. I was, I was still on Netflix, and it was a, um, I guess it was sort of like an American art, not a, like American Idol type program, but it was um, hip-hop and R&B. And the guy that got on stage and, Used the Rubik's Cube as a gimmick and pretty much got told by TI and that you don't need the gimmick. And he still managed to come like third or something in the competition, mate. So uh, every time I see the Rubik's Cube, that's all I can think of is some dude using it as a gimmick. Are you going to be the uh, the Rubik's Cube podcast host now of the gimmick? No, mate. There's probably already Rubik's Cube podcast going around. But, that I just – my son wanted one for Christmas, so I got him a Rubik's Cube after about – an hour of him trying to do it, he couldn't solve it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to lead by example to my son and I'm going to learn how to do it myself. So I learned how to do it and now I've ha- I've been teaching him how to do it so he can he can get there. So uh, I, I don't think walking into his bedroom, go check it out, mate. Daddy's already solved it. It's really going to help him, mate. <laughs> no, no, I've sat down and I've gone through the steps with him because I find myself when i'm trying to learn a skill that it, it helps if i'm actually then having to teach it to somebody it's it's helped when i was an apprentice and stuff it's helped with my learning so um yeah so i thought you know stuff it. i'll learn it myself and what harm is it going to do mate i could one day be in a job interview and i go oh okay do this and, <laughs> yeah get my- like, they're gonna sit there and go you don't have the job and then you're going to be like well, have you seen me solve a Rubik's Cube yet? <laughs> what, exactly. do you, what do you see seven five years? Solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Faster. <laughs> that would I aim for like sub 10 seconds to be any good. So. Yeah, no, no, thank you. I think I've tried to... Actually, more importantly, were you happy that the uh, the young fellow wanted something quite cheap for Christmas? Oh, it was one of the many things on his list. Oh, yeah. It wasn't... But at least it wasn't like 
20 things are all 20 bucks a pop. There was plenty of those things, right. but yeah, it was. <laughs> and he's probably like, Dad, can I have the PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X? You're like, no, no, Daddy gets them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's my old PS2 you can have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. You are a good father. I'll give you that. You've raised some very good boys and uh, boys that understand that when the, you know, when the when the adults are out having a good drinking session playing Madden that they've got to come in and tidy up for us and I can see one of them just sneaking in behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're good boys and uh, they've uh, it's it's been an odd past, you know, 10, 9, 10 months now or whatever, however long it's going, been going for where they've missed a fair bit of school and all that. Um, but a uh, couple more weeks and they'll be back to school and life will be sort of back to normal, I think. Uh, for them, so yeah, yeah. You, you hope so, mate. Now, last week we uh gave a nice little shout out to a, a local local business that does sponsor the club and help us out. And well, it's pretty, pretty as local as it can get for you. Oh, last yeah. week. <laughs> it's literally as local as I can get because uh, I actually almost had to kick her off out of my office to start recording. She's <laughs> uh, I've got home from work and she, she's scared the absolute crap out of me because I come through the can. I like to make sure when I come home. I walked through my beautiful bar to make, you know, just to cheer myself up. And I've walked in the door with my beer and all of a sudden I say, oh, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what was that? And here she is in my office. And about an hour later, she's like, oh, you've got recordings tonight, don't you? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, well, best, best I hurry up then. I'm like, well, yeah, it's uh, you better, best you get going. But so I, I figured, you know what, mate, we've, as I said, we are still part of the footy club, but we're, we're, we're branching off a little bit. I figured what better way, especially after last year, um, the pandemic hitting and all that, than to do a you know, nice little you know, um, recommendation of local businesses, just very, very small businesses, whether or not they're out of someone's house or you know, just a, a fresh business starting off. Give them a nice little plug and a nice little shout out to uh, try and send some people their way. Now, you know me, mate. I, I love my sweets. Give me some cheesecakes, chalk ripple cakes, biscuits. Oh, yourself, you yourself have got a sweet, a sweet tooth, as we're aware. Right. Today's business is uh, it's called Grazing Sweets Company or Grazing Sweets Co. Mate, they are, you know, you get your grazing boards, you know, your cheese platters, your bickies, your meats. Nah, mate, these are uh, sweets, you know, chalk ripple in a little jar and, oh, um, little, you know, like rumble type things like full of the tuller and all that type of stuff. Uh, so creating delicious sweet grazing boards, hampers, and party favors every occasion, servicing all of Melbourne and the southeast. You can, uh, I've uh, been lucky enough to have some some free samples of this stuff, and to the it, it is delicious to the point where, as you know, Rifty, I'm a bit of a health kick at the moment. Back into the gym and trying not to eat any garbage throughout the week. And Kelly gets home the other day and she's like, "Oh, uh, you've got to try the new biscuits." Just you know, so the new biscuits are like, I'm like, all right. Give them a whirl. Oh, God, they're delicious. Next day, oh, sh- we've we've managed to get a free uh, chalk ripple cake. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to lose weight here, but I can't turn it uh, down because it's that bloody good. Starting tomorrow, I'll lose weight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now that I'm going back through the Facebook page, I'm like, God damn it, this is so delicious. But yeah, so that's uh, Grazing Sweets Co. So you can find them on Facebook at, at Grazing Sweets Co. At Instagram. I'm going to assume is it uh, Grazing Sweets Co. as well. 
or you can send an email to grazingsweetsco at gmail.com. Um, and but what day does this go up? We are, well, you might be pushing it, but uh, get your orders in for a uh, 15% off for Australia Day. Yeah, mate, we might have to share that post uh, a bit earlier. So. And, and make sure that they are, you make sure when you hit them up that you say that the Cobra cast and the Sandown Cobra sent you, and I'm sure you get looked after. Yeah, very nice. I might have to get an order in myself because, like you said, I do have a sweet tooth, and eventually I will go on a health kick and and try and lose some weight. But until then, I'm looking forward to trying some of these sweets out. I'm sure you've just uh, come across their face, the Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're uh, delicious as they look. Yeah, oh, mate. Um, and then the, the best thing about my, I said local, this is literally just a, a young mum, you know, you know, just getting to getting the going to, you know, so it's local as it comes, mate. It's not just some chain, but it is local. But mate, it's it does look delicious, doesn't it? So, Oh, yeah, I've got to get off the page. I'm, I'm starting right. to get hungry now. Yeah, I'm starting to salivate a bit. But so, yeah, mate, Grazing Sweets Co., go, go search for that. Um, if they've got any stock left. Um, <laughs> want your three with them. <laughs> get an order in. But today, mate, we're, we're speaking to uh, the treasurer of the Centennial Tigers, Caroline, which is an all-women's club that's based in Colorado. So they've... Uh, Mate, started their own women's club up there in Colorado, and um, mate, yeah, with it, mate. With our new year, we've caught up with probably two of the newest clubs in the USAFL, and you know, the fact that they've managed thirty-five players they brought in during a pandemic—it's just yeah, it's quite incredible, remarkable numbers they're recruiting and and the sort of support they're getting behind the club. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Denver is still, you know, Denver's women's numbers are still very strong as well. So it's not like, you know, one, they're you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's all actually quite strong. And this goes to show, mate, the women's game is uh, is flying, not just in Australia, but also America to see this happening. Yeah, definitely. And it's, you know, it's, it's great to see that girls that, um, you know, otherwise would be stuck playing different, you know, other games that don't quite have the physicality of football or, you know, and they, they don't have to get out there on the ice hockey rink and knock out teeth in and play an ice hockey. They get to play something that's a bit on the, you know, it's in between. It's not quite soccer. It's not quite ice hockey. It's in between, a happy medium. So. Yeah, we, we, went, we went into this chat with, um, with okay. uh, not, high, not yeah. high spirits. I'm not trying to say a name. We went, we went into okay. this chat already, already up and about, about with this chat because we only just spoke to um, James from the, the devil's only about half hour early before this interview. And he was raving about how the Centennial Tigers helped him and set up the club. So we went in this with high expectations and like, oh, this must be a great club. And boy, was he correct. Yeah. Yeah. It was, there was one name he mentioned that uh, we're, we're kind of a little, little bit disappointed. She wasn't on the chat with us because he, he set us up for a couple of questions to ask her, but uh, hopefully one day we'll get her on for a chat and get to ask those questions. But, um, yeah, until then, enjoy this chat with Caroline from the Centennial Tigers, and we'll catch you next week with uh, Tokyo Goannas. Goannas. So enjoy this one, and we'll see you then. Okay, so today we would like to welcome Caroline, who's joining us all the way from uh, snowy Colorado. Um, she's from the all-women's club, uh, the Centennial Tigers. Thanks for joining us. 
Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Ah, we really appreciate it. Um, it's it's good to hear um, that there's some, you know, all women's teams getting themselves started and getting together and, and um, uh, helping grow the game of football as well. And I know that um, Denver Bulldogs over there in, in uh, Colorado have a, a decent women's team going as well. But how did, how did you come across Aussie Rules and get involved with the Tigers over there? Well, um, I first saw Aussie Rules back in the 80s. It used to be on ESPN. And so I was like, well, that's a pretty neat sport. But I really love hockey. I used to play hockey um, when I was a teenager. Started a team with my sisters. But so I've always liked sports. And um, I have two daughters who actually play footy. And but my oldest daughter Sarah always played rugby, and then she retired from that and decided to play footy. And that's when I really got interested in footy again. Was um, probably about five or six years ago. Yep. So when you say you're a hockey player, are you talking ice hockey? Yes, ice hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We just for us, <laughs> the more popular hockey over here is grass hockey. So I just want, okay. Yeah. You know, to paint the picture that you are, you play the more the more brutal version of the game, the more physical version of the game. Correct. Yes, and we played against um, all men's teams, so we were the only the, we were the only women's team playing. So that was interesting. Before you go, Rifty, (laughs) did did you just say you started your own hockey team with your sister? My two sisters, yes. My two sisters and I started our own hockey team back in the late 70s. I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and we started a team there. So my older sister was a goalie. She was a team goalie. I played defense because I could skate backwards. And then my younger sister was the center. So we then got a group of friends together and we actually had a great hockey team. We were undefeated. Smashing all the men's team. <laughs> yeah, we, we, and we did fight too. We fought with them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that. <laughs> So then when my um, daughter, Sarah, said she wanted to start a team because um, she did play for the Bulldogs for quite a few years. And the um, the area around Denver just kept growing. And she said, you know, there's enough room for two teams. So she said to me, Mom, I'd like to start a team. I says, OK, I'll help you. I've done it before, so I can help you do it now. So that's how we got started um, with this new team. Was there much um, when you started the Tigers? Was there much kickback or blowback from the uh, the Bulldogs? Were they sort of welcoming and encouraging of it? Well, it's a long story. I'll make it short. Is they were not happy. They <laughs> did. <laughs> they. Um, it took a long time. It took a lot of um, behind the scenes work to try to get the USAFL to um, agree to, for us to have a team, another team here in the Denver area. But we succeeded. It took two or three months of hard work, but we did. We did. We did get our team together, and we held our first board meeting about a year. Well, some. Let's see here. It's December of 2019, we had our first board meeting with the new team. So, um, but it took uh, two or three months to actually get the team off the ground. That's fantastic that you managed to get it going and. Good to hear that USAFL finally come to the party and 
agreed to let it um, let you guys happen. We spoke to Denver very, very early in our uh, podcast. And from the sounds of it, the women's game in Colorado is a booming thing. So I think having two teams in one you know, women's only team is a very good thing for the Colorado and Denver area. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, one of the reasons why we just, uh, my daughter decided to do the, the commute was just brutal. Um, she would have to travel an hour just to get to practice. Uh, and during rush hour. So she said, well, let's just start a team at the south end of Denver. That Denver, that's where we're at. And um, we hope to play the Bulldogs next year. We weren't, we're not able to do any games this year because of COVID. So our plan is to hopefully play some games with them next year because then we wouldn't even have to, we could just drive to the games and not have to worry about plane tickets and logistics and all that. Yeah, no, so it's a bit of a challenge that you're starting this team up with, uh, with everything going on, but um, we've just had a chat with James from the North Texas Devils who's starting up a new team in Dallas. And one of the benefits has been that the, the sport has got a bit more exposure over in the US. Has that helped you guys in gaining interest for the, for the team? Yes, it has. Um, but a lot of women are just wanting to play a sport something new so what we would do as a team as we started getting players we would just sit together and watch a game because a lot of women were like well is it rugby or soccer and it's like well it's better than both so um we would just you know take them under our wings and say here come just watch a game from a bird's eye view and they were like okay i'm in we actually ended up with 36 women 36 players this year jeez they're doing better than us. We don't even have half that. But <laughs> and that's bringing in 36 players during a, a pandemic as well. That's that's impressive. Oh, it was. And it was a lot of word of mouth, but we had a lot of um, recruiting tools as well. Uh, my daughter, Sarah, and I would dr drive around to different athletic clubs, gyms, um, and uh, recreation centers. And we were putting flyers out, trying to recruit that way. And then when we'd have practices, we would always, we had some signs that we would put out with our information on it. And we always had women stopping by where we practiced, ask about it, and they'd get in touch with us. And then they'd come out to practice with us. Oh, that's great to hear. And, uh, my auntie actually lives over in uh, Denver. So I might have to see where she, she is geographically compared to where you guys are. And I'll have to tell her to come down and have a run with you. I don't think she's ever kicked a footy in her life, but absolutely because we're in the south end of town so that um down is where well my daughter lives in centennial daughter sarah lives in centennial and then my daughter amanda who also plays on the team she lives in the north end of town so she still has quite a commute to come down to practice but um she doesn't mind doing that so it's kind of neat to have both my daughters playing together so i can i don't have to um when they played on different types of sports, I had to run between their games, but now I can just sit there and watch one game. Yeah, and like you said, it's the, the better of all the, the footballs. Absolutely. <laughs> um, have you followed a team throughout your time in, in the AFL? You, you got onto the sport quite early. Have you picked a team in the AFL to support? Well, I used to support the – I really liked the Western Bulldogs – but then when um, we decided to become the Tigers, I started following Richmond and I was really glad to see that they won this year. We were all really excited over here. 
um, in the States that they actually won. Why did you decide to take the name of Tigers? Well, Sarah has a really good friend over there in Australia named John McCauley, and he runs the, um, his a program over there for women called uh, Footy Factory where they um, are teaching young women to play the sport. They have a lot of the, the women's team's players come and help. And he is a big Richmond Tigers fan. So that's why we decided in honor of him, we would go ahead and name our team the Tigers. Yeah, very nice. Um, every, every so often when I'm doing a bit of research for the clubs, there's always something that just pops out of nowhere that seems a very, very odd connection. That was um, your club with the footy factory in Melbourne. I was trying to work out how... A club in Colorado have such a partnership with a, you know, a training program in Melbourne. So I'm glad to now know that's how that work comes come together because it left me very confused. <laughs> and I, it's quite good. So um, give the Footy Factory a shout out. Their, their socials, if you've got them on hand, and you know, what they do, a bit of a plug for them. Oh, absolutely, because um, he actually has been a great sponsor for us as well. He bought a lot of our um, equipment for us and sends us things all the time. Sarah had gone down there to try out um, for the women's league down there in 2019. And that's when she met him there. So uh, she formed a really nice friendship and he's been one of our best sponsors. That's fantastic. We might have to get in touch ourselves and get some help with uh, us in our endeavors to get a women's team started. Oh, absolutely. And he, he's great. He's just a really nice guy very supportive of us. If we had any questions or anything, he was always there um, to give us a hand. Um, and we've had, um, we had an, have another sponsor, a private sponsor out of Australia who also uh, purchased our uniforms for us. So that was nice. We do not have to pay for that out of our pockets. Uh, that's, that's awesome. And uh, speaking of the uniforms, have you done a bit of a custom Tigers theme or have you just gone with the sort of standard uh black and gold well we actually we actually changed it we added some a fuchsia color in there and changed it up a little bit um i think it looks great so they're black and gold and fuchsia and um i think our uniforms are fantastic all the women on the team are, were excited they would wear their um wear them to practice just because they wanted to wear them <laughs> so that was kind of neat uh, but um, they're just a little bit, just a little different than the actual tiger. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think the um, that I so from my eyes, I would have I thought that was like a purpley color, but or pinky. Mm -hmm. But I think that you know, it really it's enough to differentiate you guys from a normal Richmond logo. And you know, I definitely quite enjoy the big tiger on the front of the jumper as well. It's a very nice look, I, my personal opinion. Thanks. I appreciate that. And we also made sure that they were women's cut jerseys, which is nice because um, when you have the men's cut jer the jerseys, they're just, they just don't fit quite right. So my daughters put a lot of uh, time and so our board put in a lot of time in making sure we had really um, well-designed uniforms for the team. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always good to have that stuff done early and then um, the girls can start training in them and, and wearing them with pride and, and hopefully it's a, another way you can get more players down to the club when they start seeing these girls running around in these odd-looking footy jumpers that wouldn't be common, in, in especially in Colorado, that's for sure. And give a big shout-out to our tribal sports too because they're 
Australian company that <clears throat> I think it's is it Aussie Sports USA that's one of the suppliers for the USAFL. Yes. Yeah, they've uh, done a great job, you know, giving you guys the, the, the cut for the women and uh, making a you know, lovely design jumper for you guys. And you know, we spoke before we were in conversation with our tribal sport for our apparel, but we ended up um, going for a Melbourne-based company just purely out of looking after our own backyard. But uh, yeah, if anybody needs any you know, playing jumpers or uniform tribal sports, it's definitely highly recommended. Yeah, they did a great job and the turnaround was really quick. They worked with us when you had any questions or concerns or wanted to change, change something on there. They were just fantastic. So if anyone's looking for um, something like that, that's they're a great company to work with. Yeah, that's, uh, it's always good to have that stuff to, uh, easy to deal with. Um, but so where have you got a training ground at the moment where you've, uh, I see a few pictures of you, all the girls together but whereabouts are you training well we train in lone tree which is um, just it's south of denver um south metro area we found a really nice park um in a neighborhood that we just uh practice at it's with through our rec center um it's almost a standard size oval so which is nice um and hopefully we'll be able to practice there again um this coming year but we ended our practices in August because of the COVID. We decided we didn't want anyone um, getting sick from any kind of close contact. So um, we are looking forward to now with the vaccines here in the United States, trying to get back uh, hopefully this spring to start training again. Yeah, hopefully it all uh, goes well and you can get back to get some sort of... Uh training going at least and if not uh, yeah, and as maybe a game or two against the, the the Bulldogs girls yes that would be awesome that would be a great great experience I think for everybody especially our newer players uh, because they haven't been in a game situation yet so that would be really good just to do like a metro with them or something uh, so we're looking forward to being able to do that this year Yeah, so one of the things, uh, just checking out your Facebook, I see there's quite a pitch, few pictures of the girls all getting together and stuff. So what have you been able to do sort of socially away from um, actually just kicking the footy together? Well, no, normally what we do, we have a sponsor restaurant that we go to after trainings. Um, sometimes we meet there in the evening, they have karaoke, that kind of thing. We've done some other um, activities like uh, going to a corn maze in the fall or just getting together over Zoom um, or Google Meets. Uh, we had a little Christmas, virtual Christmas party um, recently, that kind of thing. So we, we usually get together after our trainings and just hang out for a little while. But our sponsor bar uh, slash restaurant is just an awesome, uh, it's called the Clock Tower in Lone Tree. So we go there after our trainings and they do, um, Give us, they gave us a great sponsorship. They hung one of our um, uniforms in their restaurant. So that's that, neat. That's fantastic. You, now, you mentioned um, a few sponsors already. According to your website, you guys have actually done pretty well in getting sponsorships and partnerships. How hard has that been to get them on board? or And you know, how do you manage to secure so many in such a short amount of time? Well, I would, uh, I just give kudos to my daughter, Sarah. She's just, um, 
she's this great spokesperson and she's just very in, in, excited about um, the sport. And she just goes out and explains what we're doing. And people are like, how can I help? We have so many sponsorships and we had sponsorships before we had our first training, which was great. We also um, enlisted um, Tom Ellis, who is the men's national coach for the United States. He helps us with our trainings. Um, we've had some of those um, at the beginning of the season. But my daughter, Sarah, I'll give her all the credit for the sponsorships. Um, she does reach out um, to a lot of uh, people in our community to see if they would be happy to help. And I don't believe we were ever turned down. So I, people are just really excited uh, for something new in the area. Would she be willing to help a club out of Melbourne try and steal some sponsors? Because uh, I can't say we've never been turned down. <laughs> well, I'm sure she wouldn't mind. She's, uh, you know, we did help the new team, the one down there in Dallas, uh, because I, I'm the treasurer. So I've had a lot of financial experience. So I did our 501c3, which is our um, tax exempt status. And so we helped them with that so they could start that process. So I'm sure she'd be willing to help if you need any tips or any ideas on getting sponsorships. I'm sure she wouldn't mind helping. Yeah, well, uh, we did just speak with uh, James from the Texas Devils, North Texas Devils, and he did want us to make sure we mentioned to, to thank you guys for the help and um, some of the resources that you guys uh, had um, that helped him in, in starting up the team, which... Um, you know, without uh, the the resources and stuff that you you gave him, he would have had a lot harder time getting that team started. So um, it's great that uh, you know he's all the way in Texas, you're in Colorado, and and helping each other out start these new clubs up. Right, and that you know they we had some help along the way too with some of the other teams. So we just um, paid it forward and helped them out, and I'm glad to see they're off the ground as well. So that's really exciting too. So I brought this up last week with um with James. Whenever we've spoken to new clubs, a name that always pops up in our chats before or after is Kraz and how much Kraz has helped new teams coming up, the Birmingham Bush Rangers. We spoke about the Devils, uh, the Jacksonville Saints. Did you guys have much um, communication with Kraz? Did Kraz give you guys any advice or was it sort of you guys just done went about it your business yourselves? We pretty much did this all on our own. Um, a little bit of help um, here and there from um, some of the players, but mostly this is just grassroots, just from um, just ourselves here in Colorado, just, you know, learning and reading about how to start teams. And I had a little bit of experience from 40 years ago there. I just dated myself. <laughs> so um, we just, we just kept uh, reading and learning how to start. I had no idea how to do a 501c3, just researched it. And um, we pretty much did most of this all on our own. Yeah, that, that's that's fantastic that you've you know, you've done that on your own. I'm uh, not too sure I'd been able to do that. I think my patience would have worn quite thin trying to sort all work all that stuff out. But um, you also uh, have announced a... Well, you renewed an agreement with the coach as well for the club. Right. We have Destry Gillette. We were so excited to get him last year. He agreed to be our coach. He's fantastic. Um, he has a lot. He brings a lot of knowledge. Um, he 
Um, it's just great to work with just a fantastic person. And we were excited that he'd agree, he did agree to come back uh, this year to help us coach. So that's one thing, you know, when you're starting a new team, trying to find a, finding an experienced coach is tough. So we are really lucky in that respect. So um, he comes to all of our meetings, all our board meetings. He's involved with our activities. He's just a, a great all around guy. And we're just really lucky to have him as our coach. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic to have a, a experienced coach, and especially in a over there. I'm not too sure there'd be that many experienced coaches with uh, uh, just you know out in Denver, ready to coach a women's team that's just starting up. So to get somebody that is a veteran of the the game is is pretty bloody awesome. Yeah, he's he's great. We're just really excited to have him and. Um, I'm just looking forward to this year. Maybe we'll have uh, have some games. So that would be nice to see how he coaches a game. We we can see how he does in, with the trainings, but it'll be nice to see in a game setting how that how that works. Yeah, well, hopefully it's uh, it's not just all wasted in practice, and he's a good game day coach too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we've, we've seen plenty of them, haven't we? Rifting our time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> It's more, more so players that look good in training and um, go to water when it comes game time. But, um, yeah, I'm sure Caroline and, and her daughter's uh, a bit more physical out there and, and don't shy away from the contact as they've come from the, the ice hockey background there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, they both played rugby, so that's even more physical. They, they like footy because it's um, – not as hard on the actual body. They yeah. both had a lot of injuries, concussions from rugby. So this is a nice change. Yeah, early days we spoke to a few few places over in Europe where rugby is their main sport. And that was uh, a common thing with some of the girls over there that they were sort of attracted to footy because it wasn't just that constant crash and bash all the time that you know, some of the more athletic girls are able to at least try and dodge a few tackles before they get hit and, and not have to run headfirst at each other all the time. Right. And we actually have some, uh, some of our players who came out to share our Rutgers. They actually play for uh, Glendale. Um, they were the Raptors. I'm trying to think what they they changed their name, but they had a women's team that won a lot of national championships and they basically shut down the, um, team and so these women were looking for something else to play and we said come on out to footy and they were like we love this sport so most of them are coming back this year so we're really excited about that yeah it sounds sounds great and hopefully like we said everything can uh, blow over and you will get some games uh, at some point this year I, I know a year out of it was doing us crazy, not not getting to play. And I'm sure all the girls that have just come across this sport can't wait to get out there and and start actually playing some proper games of footy. So um, thanks heaps for joining us. I do appreciate you taking the time. If you want to give the Facebook and your website a bit of a shout out because you do a great job with the website and your Facebook. So and we'll make sure we share those. Yes, we're on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. It's Centennial Tigers. Um, and then we have Centennial Tigers also on Facebook. We're Centennial Tigers um, Australian Rules Football Club 
on Facebook and then we're Centennial Tigers AFC on Twitter and Instagram, also LinkedIn. So my, uh, we've got our social media person who runs those for us. It's fantastic. Um, we have a lot of help with even just players wanting to help, not just board members. So it's just, just a great all around effort by every, everyone on our team. We're just really happy um, to be able to start our team and see how we can go this year in 2021. Yeah, awesome. Uh, best of luck with everything. I hope, uh, hope you can at least get back out training at some point soon. And um, yeah, our best to all the girls when they do finally get to play their first games. We wish them all the best. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good luck to you as well this year. Uh, thank you. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of the Cobracast with the President VP. Uh, if you want to go follow along with our journey and our podcast and all the guests we've had, uh, what Facebook pages and stuff can they head to, Eto? Well, you can uh, just search the Cobra Cast with the present VP on Facebook and uh, Instagram at the Cobra Cast. And you can go back and check out all the episodes that we've done in the past and what's coming up in the future. Yep. And so what if they want to just uh, follow along with our club's journey? Where, where do they go? Mate, well, you can uh, head to a website that is made by one hell of a man, www.sandowncobrasfnc.com.au Facebook, just search Sandown Cobras Football Netball Club Instagram, at Sandown Cobras FNC and at Twitter, Sandown Cobras Yeah, very nice So, yeah, go check out all those links and pages and uh, follow along our journey our club and and all our guests we've had and go listen back to the other hundred odd episodes we've had on uh, Apple iTunes and Spotify. And if you're looking for somewhere for a kick for season 2021 after a COVID season, mate, Mondays and Wednesdays from the 1st of February, uh, the Cobra Pit, Edinburgh Reserve, get on down for training, 6.15. Yeah, beautiful. We look forward to meeting some new people come down for a kick. Uh, and until then, we'll catch you on the next episode. Uh, thanks for listening again.